Welcome to Walkinverse. We're going to expose tyranny and share the truth. So sit back and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is episode number six on March 27, 2020. There's been a lot going on the last couple of weeks, as we all have seen. Coronavirus, stuff within Democratic states, uh, even within Congress. And when you look at everything that's been happening, it reminds me of something called a coup d'etat. It's a sudden, decisive exercise of force in politics. That's the definition. It's basically when you see a takeover from the inside, you know, the state versus state or whatever. Anyway, why am I saying this? I'm going to give you a timeline. I'm going to walk you down headlines of what has been going on starting around the 13th of March. But before I do, I want you to listen to a, a clip. It's a little bit long from Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. And this was at a conference before or right around when Trump became president. Listen here. We have an army of digital soldiers. What we are now, what, what we call, I call them, because this was an insurgency, folks. This was run like an insurgency. This was irregular warfare at its finest in politics. And that, that story will, will continue to be told here. But we have what we call citizen journalists. Okay? Because, the, because the, the journalists that we have in our media did a disservice to themselves, actually, more than they did to this country. They did a disservice to themselves because they displayed an arrogance that is unprecedented. And so the American people decided to take over the idea of information. They took over the idea of information, and they did it through social media. But we don't have to be polite. In fact, we have to stop being polite for our principles. We have to stop being polite for our values. We have to stop being polite for what we stand for. We have to stop apologizing for who we are and what we believe. There is a sense in this country that we were going in a direction that was irreversible. It's, it was irreversible to the point of, you know, it's cool, and you all know this. All of you that, work, that, that you know, mess around in these different college organizations so bravely, you know, it's cool to be called progressive, right? It's a cool word. I'm a progressive. Who doesn't want to be progressive, right? I mean, it's a cool thing to be, right? Progressive is socialism. Progressive equals socialism. The riots and the protests that we have out on our streets tonight, last couple of nights, that's not Donald Trump's fault. I mean, everybody's blaming Donald Trump. It's not Donald Trump's fault. That's the corruption in our government. That's the sickness in our system. That's the lack of jobs and, and safety and security in our inner cities. Those are the kinds of things that people are protesting about. Now, there's some, you know, there's some paid anarchists in there. I can tell you that, I guarantee you. you know, I, in fact, I know it for certain. I know the threats that we face. I know the threats that we face, you know, and there's people that think, 
oh, there's nobody out there that's, you know, that wants to see our way of life go away. Oh, there's plenty of people. There's entire nation states that do not appreciate the American way of life. And that's why we have to fight for it. We have to fight for it. We find ourselves fighting for it more right here at home, sometimes, and especially in the last, in this political cycle, this political madness that we've gone through. But I've seen it. I've seen it now for probably the last two decades of my life. You have to fight for what you believe in. You have to be prepared to fight for what you believe in. And you have to serve. You have to serve. You decide how you want to serve our country, whether it's in uniform or whether it's in some other capacity. Doesn't matter. Serve this nation. Serve it bravely. Serve it boldly. Serve it honestly. If you want credibility, others will give you credibility. If you want credibility, maintain your integrity. Protect your integrity. People will give you credibility. You have to give yourself integrity. And as you heard him say, that there are anarchists out there looking to cause this nation trouble. There's corruption in the media, in politics. In our schools, the kids are being taught socialism all the way through college. It's a cool thing. It's progressive. Che. You hear it all the time. And that today we have to fight harder at home to protect our freedom than we have to fight abroad with known enemies. Here, it's the unknown. It's the hidden enemy, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you some headlines. It's a little bit, little bit long. And what is happening with the dates. So remember, we have to serve our country however we can, in any capacity that we can, and at the same time, protect our integrity at all times, at all costs. With that being said, let's get into this. March 13th, 2020. Illinois mayor issues coronavirus emergency that gives her power to ban the sales of gun, ammo, alcohol, and more. And then the article talks about Deborah and Frank Finan. She's the mayor of Illinois. Well, actually, Champaign, Illinois, to be exact. And the order gave her the right to ban sale of firearms and ammunition, ban sale of any alcohol. I have no idea. Actually, you know what I do now? I just thought about alcohol. Depending on what kind it is and, and high enough proof, you could use alcohol as a hand sanitizer if you mix it with, say, aloe vera. So she wants to ban the sale of alcohol, close all bars, taverns, and liquor stores, ban the sale or giving away of gasoline or other liquid flammables or combustible products in any container other than a gasoline tank permanently fixed to a motor vehicle, direct the shutoff of power, water, and gas, take possession of private property, and obtain full title to same. And the last one is prohibit or restrict ingress and outgress to and from the city. Basically, shut down entry entry and exit from a city. 318-2020. FBI shuts online public records operations over coronavirus. Encourages standard mail. Now remember, we're being told um, that we should always stay indoors, not go outside, and yet, here the FBI is telling us, no, do not use our online system to access the Freedom of Information Act. Instead, use standard mail. So go out to the post office and, you know, do it old school, which makes no sense at all. March 18th, 
2020. Philly police announced exact crimes it will stop arresting people over COVID-19. And the crimes they're saying they will not arrest for are the following. All narcotic offenses, personal retail and vehicle theft, burglary, vandalism, electronic crimes like fraud, prostitution. In addition, the memo said police will temporarily suspend bench warrants. So you can see that as of right now in certain cities that if a criminal feels like breaking an entry, vandalized, they will not be arrested at this time. And then on March 19, 2020, Sheriff releases 314 inmates to reduce coronavirus at Alameda County Jail. All right? So now you see that this has happened also across the entire nation. It's not just in one location. It's mostly all Democratic states, or I would say sanctuary cities. At least it seems to be that way so far. They're releasing criminals, what they say are low offending criminals, who've been arrested for burglary, vandalism, and so forth. Now, here's interesting. It's 319-2020. We all know that right now they're pushing for 5G pretty hard, and I just heard today that President Trump signed a 5G bill. And on 319, DARPA demonstrates competition tool at Combatant Command. Now, what I found interesting about this tool was that it says in the press release about it is that it is for civil unrest. And it can actually basically be used to check to see if an adversary's coordinate campaign to achieve strategic objectives in a geographical location. So basically, it's looking at crowds and it can detect whether they're a threat or not. And again, this ties into 5G, which, which I'll talk about in another episode. Now, that this happened on 319, and that's the same time they're releasing prisoners, and they're not re- arresting people. And this would be a good time to test a technology like this as well up on our own streets. On 319, the guard activates expected to rapidly increase, and they could be used for law enforcement. And so on 319, now we have National Guards being activated up to 2,000, and they say they expect tens of thousands more. And then later on in the article, it talked about how that if the president wanted to, he could also call the guard under Title 10. And Title 10 is when they expect to have rebellion or danger of rebellion against the authority of the government of the United States. All right. Then on 320, 2020, the Omaha police limit response to accidents. So now if you, if you have like, like, like an accident with a vehicle and the car can be moved, then the driver will be just asked to exchange information, but the police will not come. It's, it almost sounds like they're setting up the perfect storm for pure anarchy and chaos. 320, Army orders medical units to, to prepare for a possible response to coronavirus outbreak. I mentioned this in the last podcast that I did, and again, this is for Roll 3 hospitals. And Roll 3 hospitals are not for disease management. They are for resuscitation, wound surgery, specialty surgery, and post-operative care. You kind of starting to see the picture here? Now, on 322, two days later, Joint Base and Andrews went to HCON, HPCON Charlie, all right? And the highest is Delta. So HPCON Charlie was put into effect on 322. And the reason being is because of, of, of coronavirus, they say. And then for severe risk and widespread community transmission, they go to Delta. Now, also, they're making operation readiness at the base. So for Air Force One, it's ready to go if needed. Then one day later, the Cincinnati police, <laughs> this is more crazy, uh, limits in-person response to assaults, theft, and, and, and other things. So in this article, it talks about that officers will no longer uh, 
be sent for these following things. Assault reports where no medical attention is needed and no suspect is present. So basically, if somebody gets into a tiff and they beat each other up or somebody beats somebody up, if the guy's going to go to the hospital, maybe he's scared to, he, the cops aren't going to come. Breaking and entering reports where no suspect is present or there is no chance of property recovery. So if you get ripped off and they don't think they can get it back, oh well, you're a loss. Menacing reports that don't involve domestic violence unless the suspect is expected to return. So let's just say somebody beat you up and they leave, police aren't going to come. Theft reports involving less than 5000 of property where there is no possibility of an apprehension or property recovery unless a stolen item is a firearm. Criminal damaging and property damage. Vandalism. I'm not going to do anything about that. And the last two, uh, phone harassment was one. And then lost property, including lost or stolen license plate. So if, say a crook wants to come and take your license plate on your car, oh well, they can use your license plate on their vehicle and if, if, it gets, if they get pulled over, they're going to come after you probably when this thing settles down because it's your license plate on the car. All right. So with all that being said, you can see how like military is being out there and the Title 10 can be used. You're seeing how police are not going to arrest. You're seeing how like even for vandalism and burglary, they're not going to do anything about it for now. And then on top of all of that, on the same day, another article came out on March 23rd. And this one was titled, Antifa Members Promise Violence in Response to Coronavirus Lockdown. <laughs> so then they're saying that these gangs or these terror organizations can see the fear and discontent that we as Americans have right now being locked in our homes as opportunities to advance their groups. And when you think about this, and this, and this goes back to my earlier point on a coup d'etat, and isn't this what the media is also doing? Just like these terror organizations, just overhyping everything to instill fear and panic among everybody. It's, it's really a disservice to the American people, as General Flynn mentioned in the beginning. Then we see another release on March 23rd. It was an FBI alert talking about how certain groups are going to encourage the spread of coronavirus to police and Jews. And how they want to do it is basically get bottles and then spray liquid or whatever it is in the bottles on these people. And and the areas they want to target will be marketplaces, political offices, businesses, and place of worship. Um, that was on March 23rd. Another article on March 23rd came out where it talks about how in Bellingham, Washington, uh, the mayor now has a the power to ban the sale and carry of guns. You got to think about what's going on here. You, they're, they're releasing prisoners from prison, locking civilians in their homes. Well, requesting civilians to stay in their homes. Let me be, be correct there. Um, some places are also imposing curfews. And now they're saying, you know, even with all this going on, no guns. So the ordinance allows the Democratic mayor, Kelly Linville, the unprecedented authority to restrict cities' residents' right to bear arms. That's what the article's talking about. And two of the bullet points that I pulled out are as this. One, it says that it will require the discontinuation of the cell distribution, or giving away of firearms and or ammunition for firearms in any or all parts of the city. So basically, if you're in Bellingham and anything happens, the police can't come because, as you, as you see, a lot of other cities are being told not to even rest, you're on your own. There is no help. Again, it's almost like they're trying to create massive anarchy. And the other one was where the mayor can order gun stores to immediately shut down until she deems the crisis is over. Okay, so since each governor can control their own state. 
even if the president says the crisis is over, when does she say it's over? Because you're not getting the stores opened up again until she says it's over. That seems awfully draconian to me. And then another article broke out on March 24th, stating Homeland Security warns terrorists may exploit COVID-19 pandemic. And it talks how a memo was sent to all law enforcements around the country with the warning that these groups can use this opportunity to exploit the public and to increase fear and to incite violence. And what I found interesting was it talks about how it was compiled by the agency's counterterrorism center and the the, um, weapons of mass destruction office. Then on March 24th, 2020, another article talks about how a group calls upon Ohio to release prisoners and immigrants to prevent the outbreak of COVID-19. Are you starting to see a pattern? 324, pushed to release some Erie County prisoners. This is in New York. And these were for people who had violations or serving sentences up to one year. So parole violations and serving sentences up to one year. Remember that. Because later, later on, I'm going to mention something about a person who was released and what he did. Then on 324, 2020, there was a joke. Now, <laughs> now, how is it that all of a sudden jails around the country are having prisoners escape? All around this time, coincidence or something else going on? Jailbreak in Washington. Shocking moment when more than a dozen inmates climbed the fence and escaped. 324. 14 inmates escaped the Yakima County Jail in Washington State at 7 p.m. on Monday. All right. 3-24-2020. Cincinnati temporarily suspends in-person responses to certain 911 calls. That's what the headline says, but what are those 911 calls about? Well, it says this. Police will no longer respond to assault reports unless a suspect is still present or the victim requires medical attention. So basically, you can get jumped. And if the suspect is gone and you don't go to the hospital, there will not be an arrest made, period. Breaking and entering reports unless the suspect is still present. So unless the guy is still in your home, they're not coming. So they can break in, rip you off, thrash your house. They're not coming. Again, this is a perfect storm for anarchy. It almost seems like they're trying to push it. And again, this is all in the sanctuary type of states. 32420. And this was interesting. So in 3-24-2020, after the State Department earlier said that there was no more information to be found on the cases against Clinton, or the case against Clinton with Benghazi and the classified information, they found more information. (laughs) Not the State Department. The State Department previously claimed it had produced all reasonable Clinton emails, I'm reading this verbatim, including emails recovered by the FBI that Clinton tried to destroy or withhold. The State Department initially claimed all responsive emails had been produced in 2018, but then found more emails, which were produced for the first time early this year. So it seems like now again, Clinton's coming back into the picture. And at the same time to keep the story squashed, this other stuff is going on. And then after this article broke, other one broke on 324. And this one says, U.S. Army raises health protection across all installations. And now they're talking about contingency response forces and HPCon Delta. That is the highest level that, that we can be. Now, on 325, another article came out. So on 324, they talked about health protection and that they're going to put the contingency forces under HPCon Delta, the highest one that we have. 
And on 325, Army goes to HP Con Charlie across all bases, Delta for contingency forces. Now, what is a contingency force? Um, you can read through it, but the thing that stuck out to me was this. It says, during a war or during a national emergency declared by the president or Congress. So as of right now, the the um, contingency forces are under HP Con Delta. And what that is, is the following. HP Con Alpha means this. It means report of unusual health risk or disease. Bravo is outbreak or heightened exposure risk. Charlie is high morbidity, epidemic, or contamination. It just means that um, high infection rate. And then Delta means high mortality, epidemic, or containment. So massive death. Now, on 325, after all that went down, what happens? More inmates escape, this time from a South Dakota jail, and they talk about how there were some positive coronavirus test cases there as well. Again, right? 325, <laughs> this is really crazy. LA County Sheriff orders closure of gun stores and releases 1,700 inmates. So <laughs> so now we have in LA County, again, a very liberal state, and LA is liberal as well. They're releasing prisoners, 1,700 inmates, and then also closing all gun stores. It says that Alex, uh, sorry, lost... LA's County Sheriff Alex, uh, can't pronounce his, la- his last name, released 1,700 inmates from county facilities and is ordering gun stores in the county closed. Remember now, they're not arresting. They're being told they can't report on certain crimes. People are being told that, that they're locked down in their homes. Well, not locked down, but to stay in their homes in place order. Prisoners are being released. And on top of this, now, gun stores are being closed. Now, here's why it's really alarming. On 325, again, the same day, a man was released early due to COVID-19 break and then breaks into a home and assaults a woman with a knife. Now, remember, this guy was a nonviolent, low-level criminal, and uh, drug addicts are no longer being um, arrested either. So on March 17, this gentleman, who was 42, was released early from a halfway house. And on March 19, just two days later, the man chose a random home, forced his way in with a long, serrated knife. Now, this article came out on 325, but how many others have been released from halfway homes or from prison or from wherever and now are basically being a menace to society? Again, have you ever heard of in your in your life where a virus has states release prisoners to protect prisoners while they lock down citizens in their homes and the police can't come and protect them? It makes no sense. And what really kind of is interesting is that on 325, another article comes out that Oxford-based group stops using WHO, World Health Organization data, for coronavirus reporting because they have errors in it. So it looks like the models that they use to predict all this massive death was way off, which means it is a lot lower. Okay. Now, on 326, Comey, the guy from the FBI that got in a lot of trouble, sent out a really weird tweet. And this is what he said. Unsure how to use Twitter now. Don't know enough to tweet about COVID-19. Don't want to tweet about Trump. Instead, I'll try to spread things useful, comforting, or distracting during a really hard time. Today, I'll start with my social distance selfie. And what really stood out to me is the word distracting. And when you look at what he did, and you look at what's going on right now, could distracting be a false flag? Could it be something else. Because as of right now, prisoners are being released, military is being put in place, 
and a lot of craziness is going on. Then on 326, again, inmates going free over fear sparks renewed anti-gel push. So it says now, again, among these people who are being released are shoplifters, minor drug dealers, prostitutes, and vandals awaiting trial, or fewer than 30 days left on their sentences. Now remember, the guy before was in a halfway house. And again, they will not arrest vandals. So this is not just your low-level criminal. No matter what they're telling you, these people in there are in there for a reason. And it's not just because they want to slap you in the face. Then on 326, the USNS Comfort is to reach New York on Monday, Trump says. I know this is a floating hospital, but what stood out to me about this was that it will not be used to treat patients on the ship. So coronavirus patients will not be on these ships at all. Um, there will be other type of patients, whether they offload people from the hospitals or maybe they are expecting massive anarchy because of all the, what's going on within the, the, the um these democratic-run sanctuary states, and they're seeing even how earlier talked about the, the general talked about how he knew that there was anarchists being paid to cause problems. So maybe this is all part of the game. I, I have no idea, but there's something definitely up. And then on three twenty-seven, another article comes out again. This one is about Joe Biden, and he's accused of sexually assaulting a former staffer. I don't want to get into the details, um, but the what really kind of alarmed me was a person by the name of Anita Dunn. Anita Dunn was under the Obama administration, and her ideology lines up with Marxism. And I want you to listen to this clip for yourself. And then the third lesson and tip actually come from two of my favorite political philosophers, Mao Zedong and Mother Teresa, not often coupled with each other. But, but the two people that I turn to most to basically deliver a simple point, which is you're going to make choices. You're going to challenge. You're going to say, why not? You're going to figure out how to do things that have never been done before. Now, this was from October 16, 2009, and she was with Obama. And this Anita Dunn is also the advisor for the Biden campaign. Are you starting to see the picture now? And she works with a PR firm, it says, that works with the Times Up Legal Defense Fund. If you do some research on Anita Dunn, she is associated with some nefarious organizations. All right. Now, with all of that, you can see that there's a really weird thing happening. So this coronavirus, while it's serious, is being used for something more. It seems that way. When you have Police departments releasing prisoners, not arresting. Then you have military moving into locations, changing statuses of HPCon. Um, it, it just seems really odd. And what really throws me for a loop is I noticed that on the military's commission court cases, from 316 to 410, they have canceled all tribunals. And the person that was being tried was the person responsible for the bombing of the USS Cole. And so I want you to just to think about the way these things are unfolding. And again, don't take anything that I say. I want you to research it for yourself. And with that being said, I want to read to you something that I wrote a while ago called Rise to Your Feet. When free men rest as eagle drifts by, the sun fades and the moon will rise. Mountains collapse and the rivers die. Tyrants devour men alive. Purple mountains will turn gray. And amber waves upon a fruit of plains will not bear forth her golden grain. America, the beautiful, your liberty is your key. 
The perilous fight still has a light, but the stars are continually dimming. For upon the throne where congressmen roam, tyranny glows. They strip your rights and tax your life without honoring the oath they swore. Rise to your feet and let the eagle shriek to deliver you from your death. For if you don't, and remain content, they'll butcher the brave alive. Your babies cry, and their mothers die, as England's tyranny revives. And that's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to check out my book called Firestorm, it's available on Kindle, on Amazon, or Kindle Unlimited. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider a membership at $5 a month. You'll gain access to all past, present, and future e-reports and books, as well as member-only content. The link is in the description of the episode. If you have any questions or comments, please send me an email at walkinverse at protonmail.com. W-A-L-K-I-N-V-E-R-S-E at P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L dot com. And until next time, keep the faith, stay safe, and peace.